Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yeah, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected <laughs> outcomes. Uh, yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. And tell the people what this show's about. Well, it's time to start prosperous living. Yeah, Daryl likes to say, what is it, grinning and living? You're not sinning if you're prosperous living. (laughs) Prosperous living with John Strickland is the name of today's show. At any moment, we have the freedom to break free from limited thinking and prosper. Prosperity is living in the faith that our every need is met and all good things are possible. On this episode, Daryl and Ed get listeners inspired with divine possibilities. Jumping John Strickland gets us all proceeding in positive ways in the second segment with today's daily word, which is prosperity. Oh, man, I can't think of a better guest to have than Jumping John Strickland for that middle episode. He's a great longtime Unity minister. I think he was the head of Silent Unity for a middle episode. Middle segment. Is that what I said? Usually I write it in the script. Oh, the second segment. Second segment. Yes. Middle episode. Middle episode. Did I say that? Yeah. It's fascinating. Amazing. All right. So let's see here. We have a great reading from Emmett Fox. Yes. We've been golding the golden keying the heck out of everything, which just means really remembering that. Take your mind off of whatever your head is telling you is whatever going wrong, whatever yeah. seems to be a problem. Take your mind off whatever you're dreading. Yeah. Take the head off of whatever the, you're dread. dreading. Yeah. And get back on... Get back in the flow with divine presence, with the awareness that God is there. Another way of looking at it is take whatever you're thinking about and place it in the presence of God in your mind, realizing that the presence of God is there, was there all along. Um, and in uh, a book called Around the Year with Emmett Fox on February 9th, there's a reading called Our Daily Bread. He goes on in this portion of the book each day is about the prayer, Our Father Prayer. Which I've actually been using again for the, the first Lord, time in a yeah, while. The Lord, also known as the Lord's Prayer. Yes. I grew up praying it all the time as a Catholic. And uh, I actually love this prayer. And now it's been great. I've been getting back into it. Well, because the great thing about these books is it actually gives uh, 
an insightful understanding of yes. what it actually, what what these words represent. So then it becomes more of um, a way that I can assimil- assimilate these ideas in a practical way. Yes. Within my own thinking, so that yes. I could enjoy less struggle, less stress, less dread, and right. more freedom and peace, and not only that, but enthusiasm about the divine possibilities. That's yes. what this prayer is really all about. Once we understand what it means, the problem is for most of my childhood, it was just rattled off like something that you should do right. and should know, right? But without ever anyone explaining what any of it really meant and how it could be, how I could use it even as a kid to benefit myself in order that I could be more successful in life. And when I mean successful, I mean getting along better with others and not always being overly concerned about what might happen or not right, happen. Right. And that's what this is all about. I agree. I agree. So in the, on February 9th, if you want to read this book, you can go to DarylNed.com. Everything we read is there under the reading tab, uh, reading list tab, and you can order these books. We don't make money off them. Uh, but this Around the Year with Emmett Fox is one of the books we read every day. Yes. It's called Our Daily Bread. He starts out with, Give us this day our daily bread from Matthew six eleven. It says, Because we are the children of a loving Father, we are entitled to expect that God will provide us with everything we need. If we do so expect in faith and understanding, we shall never look in vain. It is the will of God that we should all lead healthy, happy lives full of joyous experience that we should develop freely and steadily. In order to obtain these things, we have to claim them. and We have to recognize God alone as the source and fountainhead of our good. Lack of any kind is always traceable to the fact that we have been seeking our supply from some secondary source Instead of from God himself, the author and giver of life. And on the next day, February 10th, I'll read a few lines. He says, as long as you realize that the source of your supply is the one unchangeable spirit, all is well. The fading out of one channel, just like the studio here, will be but the signal for the opening of another. Yes. It is in its inner and most important meaning. Our daily bread signifies the realization of the presence of God, an actual sense that God exists not merely in a nominal way, but as the great reality, we can rely upon him to, supl- to supply all that we need to have, teach us all that we need to know, and guide our steps so that we shall not make mistakes. I think that's perfect uh, uh, lead into these three breaths. I agree wholeheartedly. I agree wholeheartedly. So let's, because I've been using that Our Father in the, in the morning routine, and it's it's so good, right isn't it? Along with it, yeah, the yeah, and I'll, I'll talk about that after these breaths, real quick, about how I've been using it. But let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Ah. I bless the dread and receive my bread. Ah. I bless the dread and receive my bread. Ah. I bless the dread and receive my bread.
Ah, yes. Well, blessing the dread really uh, for me means it's shifting my perspective about it. Yes. It's using the power of all everything we learn and everything we share on the show. Yes. And it actually shifts my perception about, oh, right. no, to thinking about or becoming inspired. When we bless these dreadful things, yes. at least for me, yes. you know, if, sometimes it takes a lot of blessing yes. to get rid of some dreading. <laughs> Big time. However... As long as we stick to our guns, I mean, right. and continue to bless, knowing the truth, yes. eventually the brain and my mind gets into that positive stream of life. And then I start contemplating or becoming inspired by divine possibilities. Yeah. Like, what wonderful thing is going to come of this? Anything good is possible. Now all the doors and windows are open. That's right. You know, and and we went with the word blessed because there's a paradoxical nature to this, which is yes. we'll, we might feel tempted to fight against the oh, dread. Yeah. We might feel tempted to judge the dread in ourselves and others, and but all that does is get us more entangled in it. And the whole message of this is just bless it because, like you said, what did you say about dad? Yeah, I, I, lately I've been using this one. I, I don't know why, but, you know, whatever tool comes to you, and that's why we, we yes. stress a morning routine, right, you know, where you, right. you get up and before you race into your miserable day, right, which is not what life is about, you take the time moment, you know, seven minutes, ten minutes, but just get into routine of yes. before you jump in and grab your cell phone and look at emails or any of that, you enjoy your coffee, tea, whatever, right, with some inspirational readings and some contemplative meditation. Yes. And then tools will bubble up from within you yes. that will be personal to you. They yes. may help friends if you share them, but they'll really click. And the one thing that's been clicking with me is, you know, we call it our father, but actually I got this strong feeling of when I was a child, I didn't, like anything that seemed overwhelming was never a big deal to me because my father handled it, so I didn't think it was a big deal. Right. You know, the house, the plumbing, the whatever. Vehicle. Yeah, the vehicle. Like nothing seemed like a big deal because it didn't bother me because I always trusted that, well, dad'll do it. Right. So now I've been throwing that idea into really thinking about God in that way. So anytime the what ifs or the how's this is going to work or, oh my God, you know, and I'm creating a nightmare that doesn't exist and how right, am I going to overcome right, that and how right. am I going to handle, you know, helping them with this or them with that. Right. And I just go, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to let dad do it. Yep. I just let dad do it. Yes. I just let dad do it. Yeah. And by just saying to myself, I just let dad do it. I think subconsciously right. because it brings me back to that feeling when I was a kid. Yes. That it clicks. And yes. that's all that matters. Yes. And the and the stress um diminishes, the dread diminishes. Yes. And my mind starts getting back involved to the things within my grasp that I enjoy to do or that need to be done by me. Yes. And they're done in an easy and efficient way. Yes. You know, this reminds uh, I found this God, I think I found this in that um, Letters to a Friend book. I sent it, I took a picture and I took the text off and sent it to you. And now I can't remember exactly where I found it. But the author says, Today, remember that the divine is within you and every person. It's all around yes. you. 
As you focus on the fact that it's all the creator, you experience heaven's enveloping love. Apparent problems begin to vanish through undreamed of solutions. Yes. This is why we bless things rather than fight with them. Relax right now because it's all God. And it says, thought for today. I remind myself that everything and everyone is God in truth. I see the divine within myself and all others today. Relaxing with a certain knowledge that heaven is in charge. There's nothing to fear. And that, I was going to say, that's how I use the Our Father lately, following Emmett Fox. And uh, it, it, it occurred to me, Daryl likes to use the Our Father still. And I mean, I, I prayed every day well, you know prayer what? for years and years and years growing well, up. Well, that's only because I was really introduced to it in a new, like, right. I never used it as a kid yeah. except for those few parroting. Like, I was right. supposed to, know, like, you better know this. Like, right. it was always a horrible obligation that felt like if I didn't get it right. Right, right. Like, it was terrible. Yeah. But it was, it was when I met Mike Dugan. Right. And he suggested it. And he also suggested I read the Emmett Fox. Yes. You know, which were, which you just read from today. Like, what does this mean? And then I was like, oh my God. This is what this means? Yeah. Holy cow, like this is amazing. Yeah, so you probably can relate to this. When I've been using it recently, when I say our father, first of all, it's within me. That's what yes. I like. It takes my attention from out there to within me and not and it's not just for me. Right. It tells me that it doesn't even matter if people believe it or not, their father is within them. And it actually helps me immediately understand why some people are acting the way they are because they don't realize that their father is within yes. them. They think it's out. And then who aren't in heaven just reinforces that it's within me because heaven yes. is within me. Then hallowed be thy name or holy or Whole. to me, I take it into like what you just said. Wholeness is my name. It's who I am. I am whole. You know, and you give us this day our daily bread. So everything I need is coming to me. Yes. And it's been so simple. Yes. That as I... Just those, even those first few lines automatically, like they reset yes. my whole perspective about what's going on. You know, lately I've been also, this also has been working for me when I think about the needs of others and how I might have to feel, how I tend oh, yeah. to put myself in the role of I have to help them, you know, how I'm going to help them. Is, you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to help them, but right. I, it's expected of me somehow. I mean, this is all nonsense in my mind. Yeah, yeah. But I start planning like, oh, I'm going to have to be responsible when right. I'm not responsible. Like, right. In reality, yes, it's nice to be kind, but taking this all on in mind yes. before it's even occurring is not my responsibility. We also learned and shared on an episode a while back that the true meaning of the word responsibility, you know, it's not like this heavy thing of taking on outside issues. The real um, origin was the ability to respond from spirit. That's from Eric Butterworth. Like responding from that thing you just shared, that, that wholeness within, not what I think I might have to do, Yes, you know, in my mind. Right. So what I've been doing is with the, I just let dad do it. Yeah. You know, even when I'm thinking about the possibility of helping others by doing the Our Father in this way, I just let dad do it. Now I see what I was doing. I was actually casting these people as victims who can't help themselves, right. who aren't going to be able to have the resources. So I'm actually um, being very derogatory towards people when I'm thinking in this way of, I better be responsible yeah, totally. to their needs ahead of time, you know. Instead, 
by saying, I just let dad do it, all of a sudden I start feeling that they're becoming empowered. Yes. You know, because my father's going to go over there and help. You know, like, Not only like that, but your father is within yes, them also. That's it. Yes. And that's what you drove home for me to share right. this. That it, in my childlike mind, it's like, yeah, my dad's going to go over there and help Charlie, the neighbor. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's the same type of thing. And it's really been effective because then... You get to see it reflected in those people's circumstances right. where I didn't even have to lift a finger. The blessing actually worked. And it's not about me being lazy. It's about me not it's about me taking on this awful sense of obligation. Which always leads to self pity and resentment. Which like, goes perfect yeah. for this. And I also wanted to say, because, and then I'm going to read this from Alan Cohen, which was from a few days ago in around uh take a, a deep breath of life by Alan Cohen is another book we read every morning but you gave me a great image which oh, is good. yeah i mean you, what, what would you call it when you were like on guard duty like at, late at night at the uh, in the military watch yeah like you're on watch right if the so just because you're on watch doesn't mean <laughs> you see something coming you yeah. see something coming you don't just go run and try to tackle it you go to the captain that's right you go to the father within and say look that's what Golden King is. Look, Dad, I see this thing going on. You don't try to just rush out without the mil- the rest of the mil- you know like yes. that's not your job. Your job is to look around. Anything you see that concerns and report you, it to God. Report it to God so that God can take care of it. Otherwise, that's great. I love that. It all came to me when you were saying that, and because I have that at work, I see a lot of alarming things. And if I because <laughs> I work in special education, I work with a lot of the kids who are like no one else knows what I, what to do with and. But just recently, I've been having to let go of feeling burnt out, resentment, self-pity, yes. all this because I was trying too much to do it all on my own. And it's, it's easy to fall into that. And um, thankfully, there is a way out. And you've got to remember, like like what you're saying, it's remember, a lot of the all on my own happens in our minds. And all that's of, what yeah. creates the stress. Like, right. Really, the I'm doing this all on my own is really in my most of the all on my own that I'm complaining about yes, is the exactly. ideas I'm having yeah. about the situation in my own mind. And then we cause our I cause my own suffering by doing too much, by yes. not communicating. And so the job of us as the guard is to know, OK, I see this. It's not to overreact. It's not to feel self-pity. It's just to go report it to God. That's what Golden King to bring it to God, bring it to the father within the, the presence of God. Our job, otherwise, like you said, it's really the burnout is all in my yes. mind. It's unnecessary. And because our joy and our fulfillment is, if we're not feeling that, we're not living the way these principles are intended to be lived. What all This stuff is not supposed to be so, I can carry more of this burden. No, it's to let go of the burden and yes. behold, as God does, really does the work. Right before you read this, yeah, yeah. lately, um, in, a, in some of the prayers we get in the morning, you know what, folks, you're allowed to change the words. Yes. It's not illegal to cross something out in one of your little inspirational books and replace it with a word. Right. That give, that means more to you than the actual word. You, you, know, that, you don't even have to go ask anyone if it's okay. Yeah, Just do it's, it. It's not if blasphemy. If it feels good, it, it, do it. Yeah, it's not blasphemous. It's not no. being disrespectful. It actually is being very respectful. It's, right. blasph- it's right. blasphemy not to make it mean yes, more yes, to you. Yes, And in one of the prayers I've been reading for years, you know, in one of the books Dugan suggested, part of it, and it's a very positive prayer, and it's, a, you know, and towards the wrap-up, it says, uh, grant me the strength, you know, and then to go on and 
and be successful throughout my day is basically right, what I'm saying right, to do right. God's bidding, meaning to be loving, kind. Yeah, joy, yeah. yeah. So I go, wait a minute. Oh, they hit me so right between the eyes. That Bible quote that we love, you know, joy is the strength of the Lord. Right. So I go, wait a minute. Strength always feels like it means I got to, like, it means when I read that, even though it's positive, that word in there for some reason in my mind means grant me strength. Oh, I'm going to need strength for today, meaning I'm going to have to armor myself. Yeah. That's not good for me. (laughs) Right. I'm I'm the same way. I'm so susceptible to that. So I changed the word. I crossed out strength and I wrote, grant me the joy to go out and do, uh, do your bidding. I'm going, oh, my God. It was a game changer. And this yes. just happened over the course of the past few weeks. Yes. But joy is synonymous with strength. And when I'm at one where mo- we're our most strengthful, we're our most efficient, and things seem to come together the most mira- in, mo- in the most miraculous ways when we're joyful. So grant me the joy right. to go out and yes. do your bidding. Yes. What a game changer. Totally. Like if we if yeah, because strength I think is equated with strain in our world. In our minds, and, yeah, from what we've been taught. Yeah, and what we see around us. And I love that because if you think I got a big day today, oh. I better get joyful. You know, like if, <laughs> you know, like if we all thought that way, ninety nine point nine percent of what we thought was a problem. Would evolve, would evaporate immediately. Yes. You find out there is no problem. It's all just opportunities to lovingly come together with other people to get things done and yes. oh. feel God flow through, create creative ideas and solutions. Uh, Alan Cohen, I believe this was th- uh, maybe February 7th or February 6th. Uh, can you see it on there? I think I might be able to. Uh, no, may, I don't want to fiddle. All right. Whatever the case is, it's um, in around a year. No, no, I keep saying around a year. A Deep Breath of Life. Yes. Alan Cohen. Yeah, the reason we can't fiddle is we got like six different things going while we're staying connected to you folks yeah. on the one computer. So and now that we're not recording live, we send this file to Jeff Comfort to cut it up and everything and add sound effects and such. But um, we're running the computer. Daryl's running the computer and everything, the board. So uh, it's awesome. So anyway, so Alan Cohen says, Jesus's most often quoted commandment is love thy neighbor as thyself. Usually, we equate this advice with taking good care of our neighbors, but we often overlook the as-thyself portion. If you're loving your neighbors more than yourself or at the expense of yourself, you have not fulfilled the commandment. Jesus was suggesting that we love all equally, including ourselves. If your vision of service does not include your own happiness, you've left out a very important person. The universe works on a win-win basis. There is always a way for everyone to be taken care of. Do not stop until you have blessed everyone, including yourself. It says, help me find the compassion to honor my own heart along with others. I give myself the kindness and forgiveness I would show others. <sighs> I, I, mean, I woke up last night and realized I didn't do a Moodle <laughs> training for some like state testing as a teacher. That, like some reason they use a website called Moodle. But like I woke up at like 4 a.m. and this voice said, you didn't. Dude, what about that thing you were supposed to do? Your Moodle. Yeah, and I mean, work has been. I mean, I'm taking care of, like I said, kids, and like, if I once I start getting tired and burning out and losing connection, that my joy, vitality, and well being is is priority number one. It really is priority <laughs> yes. number one. Once once that, but my old paradigm, if you will, I like this one thing I heard from Bob Proctor who passed away recently. I listened to his interview, and it, I've heard this before, but. 
I like what he says. It's like when we're shifting, we're not just shifting one thought. We're shifting like a whole paradigm. Like Reverend Ike said, our thoughts don't just come with as words. They come with the whole personality of whoever we learn them from. Yeah. And then, and then what happens, unfortunately, is that personality, we start assuming the personality yeah. of those thoughts. And we don't even know, we don't even necessarily conscious of what it all means because we're just so used to doing yes. it. Yes. But la- lately, I've just been telling myself, like when my whole existence seems to be like shrinking or trying to like contract rather than flow with my good, I just God, oh, this is just my whole paradigm trying to kind of go back to what it was like you you said this on our last episode it's like it's trying to shrink it's trying to pull back to what it's used to so that kind of like takes the edge off it because i'm like last night i felt so horribly disconnected so i got up and i meditated and i affirmed but it took me a while that's why i said we blessed the dread it took me a while of blessing before i started to come back into my body into my joy realize that this old paradigm where my joy and well-being doesn't matter. Only thing that matters is getting the Moodle done, getting oh, this done. It's like, if you live that way, I was always – I'd go from feeling heroic because I'm doing it all to feeling victimized and yeah. resentful. I can't live that way anymore. Like it's not the end of the world just because these little things don't get done. Like the first – the most important thing is showing up and being loving for myself it. and others. And if you do that, everything else really works out. So I had to use this very thing and I'm always learning this thing about – taking care of myself because it can feel at times for me sinful or dreadful to think well what about me i you know they want me to do this thing because well, i'm supposed to suffer yeah, and help out. that's it's exactly. all garbage it's not, that's not anywhere in any of this stuff yeah because it's the underbelly of any belief that suffering is virtuous the flip side is like there's this resentment and self-pity and it gets just, worse yeah whereas if we work with god every i like what he said it's a win-win thing everyone wins if we it's imbal if if we're going along with someone else's story that we have to like hold you know carry like carry the weight of them and their worries, then there's an imbal. There's something that there's a misunderstanding there, and the only way we can get out of it is to go within and reconnect with the Father within ourselves, so that otherwise we're the it's the blind leading the blind. Someone has to rise in, in yes. consciousness above the dread. And remember that all is well. And then we become a light unto the world and we can inspire others. Yes, it's win-win and everyone grin-grins. Yes, Wait, perfect know. time to go to our break. Okay, so let's see here. What did I call it? The middle episode? Remember we used to have two breaks? Yeah, we used to have uh, a lot of breaks. Segment. Yeah. Well, anyway, coming up next, today's guest, Jumping John Strickland, gets us all proceeding in positive ways with today's Daily Word Prosperity. You're going to love what John has to say. We always come away on fire. We love this guy. He's a longtime unity minister and just a practitioner of these principles. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's episode is called Prosperous Living 
We have a guest, John Strickland, great minister, and he will be joining us in just a minute. Daryl wanted to share something funny that uh, he uh, discovered last night. Yeah, last night I got home after a wonderfully productive day. We did our taxes. Yeah, big boy stuff. Big boy, grown-up stuff. And uh, I just wanted to put something on the TV in the background, so I'll usually put on a channel that doesn't really you know, make any ripples in my mind. Like the Discovery Channel, you know, because you could peek at the documentary. Yes. Or oh, yeah, I get that, I get that. That's yeah. a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah, none of them are really scary. Right, you know, so right. last night there was one about the Ark of the Covenant. Right. And it started talking about how it carries the, you know, the the original tablets, which is the Ten Commandments that Moses... Right, got. right. So as they're talking about this covenant, all of a sudden it dawned on me, I go, wait a minute. This is talking about a covenant meaning the contract. And on a previous episode, we talked about, you know, a covenant means our divine contract. As long as I remain faithful that God loves me, excuse me, and will provide all my needs, then God will do so. Like, I'll be, I can expect to be taken care of. Yes. So I go, wait a minute. Where are the covenants? So this morning before the show, like we, you, me, Right, Ark is the covenant. The Ark is you. The Ark is me. The vessel is you. The vessel is me. So I was telling Ed about it before the show, and funniest thing, why don't you tell him what you discovered and where you discovered it? Yeah, because he was saying it's often looked at as like this very uh, very, uh, concrete thing, a box that contains this stuff. It was in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and... So he started saying what he yeah. just said, which is the real meaning of we are the ark that carries the covenant within us. And I said, so I looked at Truth Unity. What is it? TruthUnity.net? Yes. And uh, I knew this was going to be there. I said, Ark of the Covenant, metaphysical meaning. And it says, the Ark of the Covenant, sacred ark or Ark of the Testimony, represents the original spark of divinity in man's being. It is a covenant or agreement of the Father with the Son that he shall inherit all that the Father has. All things whatsoever the Father hath are mine. And that goes for everyone. There's yes. an agreement within all of us and the divine. It's just it's principle. It's like it's science. You can yes. you can rely on it. That's what it really means. And when we find that spark within us, we feel it. That's the good part. You feel it, so you know it. You know it's true when you get when you tap into that feeling. It's just remembering sometimes, yes. getting our mind to remember who we really are. All right. So Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Uh, thank you for sharing the show. Yes. Uh, we have a Facebook Live uh, that you could tune into on our Facebook fan page, Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. You could watch us film the first segment of each episode. Um, if you need anything, you can go to DarylandEd.com. You can see everything we do. There's a reading list. You can go to the contact form, send us an email. You can also contact us through the Facebook fan page. If you want to send us something through Parcel Post, Funniest Thing, P.O. Box, 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. And if you really feel blessed about our show, like you really enjoy it, you get a lot out of it, you can easily share it with a friend by just, you know, sharing it with the share button from the podcast app, whatever podcast app, or um, write us a view on whatever podcast hosting oh, yeah, a, uh, a site because right? a review really somehow yeah. pushes the uh, the uh, what's it called the algorithm up right so other people looking for this type of topic will find it easier yeah so, we, and we really appreciate that yeah we appreciate the tithes people have sent us as well cuz not just for our show but wherever you get your spiritual nourishment that's really where what tithing is 
designed to do. You share your good with wherever yes. you are being spiritually fed, and then that um, magnifies and multiplies. It just feels the more it, I practice this stuff, the better it feels to give. Yes, it keeps it circulating. Yes. Yeah, so let's thank our chief engineer. He makes the show sound good and everything on Unity Online Radio sound good. He's an amazing fellow. He's in Missouri. We love him. His name is Jeff Comfort. And each week, he takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to the prayer line. 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. They have an app, the letter U, the word pray at the app store. You can type in your prayers. Daryl and I use it. If you want to get into prosperous living, if you want to bless the dread and uh, be well fed, you can uh, call Silent Unity. Sometimes it's really nice to tap into, talk to someone who's not in your head, who's not believing some of the things that you may have been hypnotized into believing throughout your life. You know, no matter how long you've been practicing this stuff, it's helpful to hear someone praying from God on our behalf. And it just helps me, like, kind of get on board yes. with that. So we use it all the time. We recommend you do as well. Our guest actually was the director of Silent Unity for many years. That's right. He's going to help us uh, read the Daily Word as well and share his thoughts. He's been listening to the whole first part of the episode. His name, he's a, a re returning guest, friend of the show, inspiration to Daryl and I. His name's John Strickland. He's here with us today. How you doing, John? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like to hear, man. So we already spoke with you for a moment. You want to read the Daily Word and kick off some of your thoughts, and we'd love to hear it. I, I do. And in fact, I'm going to do some thoughts at the beginning because I'm so in tune with what you're saying. And mm -hmm. I realize that, that for me and many in this world, it wasn't that we didn't learn uh, our lessons well as a youngster. It's we learned the wrong things too well. Yeah, And then we have to go back and unlearn them and learn the right things. And one of them was about prosperity because my family, golly, we struggled. Sometimes didn't know where our next meal was coming from. And right. I thought, well, we're good. And so what I learned wrong was that good people are poor. And therefore, the converse is that rich people must be bad. Right. Well, my goodness, to learn that you can be prosperous and good what a great lesson to learn. And so yeah. that's what I learned and I have been learning. And and I just want to tell you, because this prosperity lesson and daily word talks about, uh, some I may have believed that some things were for me to receive and others not, some places to go and others not. But one of the dreams I had in my life, especially when I was younger and did some mountain climbing, I wanted to go to Mount Everest Base Camp. Mm. I never had a goal of going to the top, just but the base camp is 16,500 feet. Wow. And I put that aside. Well, lo and behold, the, the, there was a road built on the north side of Everest from China to Tibet to the base camp, and you can take an Echo tour bus there. So I wanted to do that in my late 60s. Well, I couldn't find a, a travel agent who could do that. So I went online and did it myself. And I took my my partner, Sandy, and two friends, and we went to China, and we went to Tibet, and by golly, we got to the base camp at Mount Everest, and we stayed in the Tibetan Buddhist monastery with no heat, no, heat, no plumbing. Uh, beds were just a, a, a platform that you put blankets on, and then you got on them and got under them. I got to that, and I realized that there was a way for me to achieve that dream, and it was so 
powerful. So let's go to the lesson. Prosperity, the peace and plenty of the world is mine. In the past, I may have believed that some things were for me to receive and others were not. Some places were for me to go and other places were not. And that's what I believe, but I changed that belief. Some experiences for me to have and others not. It doesn't matter why I believe these things. What matters now is knowing I have the freedom to break free from limited thinking and to boldly live my life from the fullness of my prosperity. I now believe that all that I can imagine, everything I wish to experience, can be brought into manifestation through the power of my thoughts and feelings. True prosperity is not about manifesting things. Instead, it is living in faith that my every need is met and all good things are possible. And from Psalms 37, 4, take the light of the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I'm telling you, I'm living proof that you can do that. And I want to do one more little quick story. Yes, about of course. That trip, that trip to the to the base camp of Mount Everest. It's 16,500 feet, so that's they, pretty high. They give you oxygen and wow. But there was a time Sandy was not feeling well. And we're on this eco bus at high altitude and, you know, with our oxygen bottles and stuff. And there was a Chinese woman, didn't speak English next to me, but could see that Sandy wasn't doing well. And so she reached across me with her hand and a gift for Sandy and said the only English word I think she knew. And she said, chocolate. <laughs> and chocolate is the universal panacea for all the world's ill. Yes. I'm being facetious, of course, but what a sweet thing. Yes. You could tell, and she wanted to help, and the only gift she could th- she thought she could give was chocolate. Wow. How wonderful is that? That is uh, incredible. We'll always remember that. Because and, the, uh, so we're grateful, grateful, grateful. Yeah, the healing power and that action alone. I mean... Coming out of nowhere through someone you don't even know. It's when that yeah. happens to me. All of a sudden, I, I snap. Whenever someone like spontaneously greets me and they're really sincerely happy, and it's someone I didn't expect or a stranger, all of a sudden, it, like it snaps me out of this spell. Even if I'm feeling good, it it yes. wakes me up even more to. Yeah. Oh my God! I love this place. I love everything about yes. this place. And 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 God and the universe are for us. Yes, right. We, we must never forget that. And if we forget, find someone to remind us. And if others around us forget, we remind them. God and the universe are for us. Yes, you know your story, John, is really powerful. Um, one, be, particularly for me, because of the metaphor of going to a height that you didn't think that you could get to and you didn't yeah. see a way and that God had created this whole new way and it was paved and there was a shuttle. And, you know, I, uh, maybe 10 years ago, longer now when I first met Daryl, I, I was always driving used cars, cars that a family member would sell me, even if I don't didn't want it. I got some bad deals and such. But uh, anyway, <laughs> because I, I had no money in savings, and um, I'm driving around going, how the heck do people put money down on these cars and drive new cars? And I just, but then with the help of Daryl and with these principles, I started affirming what I wanted instead of what I didn't want. And it started by me realizing through Daryl's help, I could lease a car. So then right at the perfect time with uh, 
Still no savings, but I was able to lease a car because it fit my monthly budget. So now we're driving brand new cars. Wow, I never thought I could do it. Then we leased again. And the second lease I had, the leap of faith was I, I got the cars that we really wanted, but they were like a little stretch in my budget. But I felt inspired to do it. I did it. My budget swelled. My wife's employment went up. Everything went up. It became no problem to have those cars. The funniest thing happened recently when we went to lease the cars again or, or figure out what we're going to do next. Turns out because of whatever with COVID, the, the supply chain and everything else, my cars that I leased three years ago and got locked in at this certain price have not lost any value. They're still the same price they were worth when they were new. So now we're going to buy these new cars with no money down. And they're wow. as soon as we buy them, they increase $10,000 in value. And I and uh, my but my monthly payment goes down, so with no yes, yeah, so wait, but wait, can I just tell them some of the numbers because I like doing yeah, numbers because yeah, yeah, yeah. it gives me reassurance. So when Ed told me this, I thought about it. I go, wait a minute, do you just realize that you just received a divine inheritance because it's two cars, John, that went up ten thousand dollars. They didn't lose value; they maintained their yeah. value. If he sells those just on the market himself. Conservatively, it's a ten thousand dollar profit compared to the payoff amount that he that he owes. So right. that's what we're talking about. So yeah. he just got a divine inheritance of twenty thousand dollars with the additional on both cars because it's saving. He's his payment now is going down a hundred dollars on each car, an additional forty seven hundred. So he just got a divine inheritance. By driving the cars he loved, trusting in God, maintaining the payments, you know, he wasn't out of his budget. No. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and now he received a divine inheritance in an area that people go, Oh, I never lease cars. I would never buy a new car. Right. They lose their value. Yeah. Well, if this just shows you how incredible this stuff works. Yeah. Because twenty four was that twenty four thousand dollars? Well and the other thing that flipped in that is the same amount that I had in credit debt in the 30s of thousands before is now how much I have on the savings side, and I don't even have to dip into it to lease these cars. No. So, I mean, to buy these cars. It's insane. Like, God works. God paved the way to my Mount Everest, you know, and for, yep. provided the shuttle in ways like that's what, more than anything, more than the numbers or anything oh else, God. what strikes me is that God. By putting my faith that God is taking care and not just taking care of my base needs, but providing me with my my heart's desires that things happen that don't have any lot like I could have not have logically planned. Well, and you were constantly blessing the dread. Yes. Because yes. it was like, yeah. oh, I got to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got to face these car dealers now that my lease is up. And he kept blessing it and blessing it. I recently had a similar thing happen, too, that I had to keep blessing about... Uh, about the, I forgot what it was now. Tenant? It could have been, but it was something I was really dreading, and um, I just kept blessing, 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 and it turned out I would keep while I was blessing. Though, because of this stuff we've learned, John, and through people like you in my life, at least while I'm blessing, I also do my best 
to believe in the divine possibility, the outcome I would really like, yeah. that it turns out to yeah. be a blessing yeah. for all parties That's involved. The key. That's the key, yes. That this is going to be a blessing for all parties involved, That's that it's a keys. win-win for all, just like we read in Alan Cohen. Yep. And yep. the situations always do turn out way better than expected, just yes. like your experience, like Ed's recent experience, like my experience. And now we're looking forward to what's going to happen to be a positive experience with this now shift in where we're going to be doing the podcast from. It really yeah, is a yeah. wonderful way to live it with a hopeful attitude instead of a hopeless attitude. Yes. Well, what I'm seeing for you is when you move into that new place, somebody who's listening is going to send you a box of chocolates. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Because they're going to welcome you to something better. Ah, oh, I love that. I love the that. universal panacea. Yeah, but you know, there's something else that you're talking about, and I'm hearing this, and I want to give voice to it. Yes, is timing. Timing is everything. Yes. The the finishing your lease and the purchasing the car and all of that has to do with timing. And when we had gone to China, Tibet, and Nepal, we got back just about a month before the COVID was discovered and began wow. to break out. Wow. So we were in that territory where stuff was happening, but we got out a couple of months ahead of the outbreak. So that's that's prosperity too. That is indeed prosperity. Divine timing. That it is it really is about divine timing. And that see the beauty of uh, these principles is now it's because we're living in the fullness of God's love on a daily basis, or you know, at least intending to, and like move, always moving our way back, it's no, it's no longer like I'm not sitting there biting my nails. How am I going to get this car? I'm actually letting go of those concerns and be having loving, joyful days and experiencing yeah. unexpected yeah. experiences, and then these amazing things come out. Well, you know what I. There's been something I've never, I don't think I even told Ed this. I've always been reluctant to share this thing about divine, the a situation me and Lori experienced with divine timing. Cause for some reason I felt like, Oh, I shouldn't share this or something, but that's ridiculous. So I'm going to share it now. The, the Tuesday that, um, nine 11, the plane that the United yeah. Uh, or whatever the yeah. flight was, you know, that, that hit the plane le leaving from the airport on the East Coast. Lori and I were there. We f we were staying just one block away. We were at 45 Wall Street. That's where we were staying. Wow. We were there the week. And our plane was the same flight on the, on the Tuesday the week before. To wow. fly back to Los Angeles. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And we were like, oh, my God. If we were there one more week or, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Or if we were even, we even said, like, even if we were staying there beyond that point, we would have never been able to leave. We, we were a block away. That whole place was, like, demolished as far as all that dust. So we would have had to evacuate where we were staying at 45 Wall so I, I don't know, because I, I always felt like I shouldn't share that because, you know, because it was such a terrible thing for others. Yeah. But it really yeah. is just reaffirm, uh, reassurance for Lori and I to just, wow, just be grateful, the divine timing and how everything works. And wow. And also to oh, yourselves yeah. for listening and, and tuning in, because uh -huh. uh, if we 
if we don't take time each day and throughout the day to, if I don't take time to unplug from my brain and when my brain starts to become like this dictator out of fear and it's trying to tell me to march forward, do more, then I'm, I'm yes. not tuning in to the inspired ideas that are going to lead to the good that I seek. Because that fear exactly. and doubt worry, exactly. it, it, it'll swear that, no, I know what to do, we have to do it, but it's the yeah. most unreliable love and inspiration and, and taking time to listen and slow down. These are what tune us into the only true reliable source. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Woo, what a great, what a great uh, show you have and what great teachers you are. Even to me, who's been doing this for so many years, every time I tune into you, I learn something and I'm blessed and prospered. And I thank you for that. Well, we feel the same about you, uh, John. And to us, we're all just the same age. I don't think of you as any older yeah, than man. us. And I don't think of myself as any older than 15. So... We're, uh, we're, yeah. we're pretty young still. Yeah, and we, we're, we, are. we are. When you light up, we light up because what we recognize is the same joy that we feel in these principles coming from you and everything you say helps to clarify what things for us and for our listeners. There's like a certain brand of joy that comes from going to this well. Oh, and yeah. when we recognize it in each other, it seems to magnify it and multiply it and all that good stuff. Yeah, it actually, you're actually um, a perfect example of how, like, the show's title is Funniest Thing because you, the funniest thing is when Ed or myself or you, and, and we get together because we've all been living this way, and it's not uncommon for either one of us to go, Funniest thing, you're not going to believe how this worked out. Like you shared with us, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. but but that's where I think this that's that's where the mutual admiration comes from. Is right. we appreciate yeah. that you're applying this stuff in your life, and that excites us. It really is incredible. We're 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 really live. We're just like Ed and I have been joking lately. We're like the guy from the hair club from Men. We're not just uh, <laughs> we're not just the CEO. We're also clients, meaning we, right. we don't just That's talk right. about yeah, this stuff. Right. We actually are benefiting, like, oh, my God, this stuff. And we never get tired of, like, the awe of, oh, my God, we should be, like, so expectant. Of course it works. But the good part is I'm never not in awe of, oh, my God, it worked. I can't believe it, Ed. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I love that. Uh-huh. All right. Well, John, we're going to... Wrap up the show. Please hang on the line. We got a, some a story for you that we think you're going to enjoy. Um, I know. I, I know to brace myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sir. So here we go. So one day, when John Strickland was a young boy deep in the South. Wow. You know, deep down in there in the South, they do things a little differently down there. You know, his kindergarten teacher was reading the the class a fairy tale. Once upon a time, she started. John raised his hand, but his teacher shushed him. She started the story again. Once upon a time, John would not stop raising his hand and waving it. Finally, John's teacher called on him to speak. Yes, John, what is it that you have to say? John said, You're reading that story all wrong. <laughs> John's, John's teacher was shocked. What do you mean, John? John proudly replied. My daddy reads that story to me, and it really starts with, y'all ain't going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way they start down there. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we got a mailbag. And uh, the first bit of mail came from Christina Robom. She said uh, she listened to the, um, the episode Living Large with Will Rubio. She said that explains the energy today. Ha, a whole bottle of cold brew each because we were going off. <laughs> Sherry Knight said, hello, fellas, out on, walking on this glorious day. You guys are going to end up broadcasting from some fabulous place. I just know it. And Gregory Novak said, Hoff says I'm a prosperous liver. Uh, well, prosperous liver. liver. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, Daryl and Ed, says Catherine Powell. She sent us the loving tithes. We really appreciate that. It helps this show go. Oh, my gosh. Johnny Kemp. Hi, boss. You ready to sing along? This one's from the 80s. You got an amazing voice. I didn't know that you sounded that way. Let's hear it. Just got, got paid. paid. Friday night, night, money in the pocket, party, party hunting places, right? <laughs> Booty shaking all around. Pour me a drink when I'm getting down. Visit DarylLid.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thanks again for being a part of yes. Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Just, Just got, got paid. Friday night, money in the pocket, party <laughs> hunting, places right, booty shaking, <laughs> all around, all the way looking, round and round, pour me one drink, drink I'm getting down. down. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 